You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 142, the solo series. Let me ask you a simple question. How many times have you said to yourself, it is time for me to build this business. I know I have the talent, the gifts. I know this is meant for me. I really just need to go ahead and build this business. How many times have you said that to yourself? But then the the fear sets in, the self-doubt surfaces, and before long, you're back to playing it safe and doing nothing about your business. If you've been waiting for the right time, guess what? It's time to stop waiting. If you've been wanting to start a business, but you keep getting held up by fear, it's time to stop getting in your own way. If you've been self-sabotaging your business success, like we all do at the beginning before we've started to build our businesses, it's finally time to overcome that. You know something? At this very moment, you have the power to take a deep breath, overcome your fear, and finally do the work, the amazing work of building your business dream. So now the question becomes, well, what's it going to take? Watch my free training and learn the five mental shifts that you need to make to overcome self-sabotage and finally build your business. Are you ready to be ready to live your life's calling? All you have to do is say yes and watch my free training. You can watch that free training at tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Again, that's tinyurl.com fear to action webinar. And remember, you don't have to feel ready at this very moment. You don't have to have everything lined up and ready to go. You simply have to say, yes, I am willing to take the next step afraid. Watch the training tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Hello, lover, and welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here with you. Another episode, here we go, another episode that is not pre-planned, another episode that actually I've been wanting to talk about this subject for a while, and I had it scheduled to talk about months ago, and then I lost, <laughs> I lost the script of the episode, which kind of is me and kind of is not me, if you know me super well. But now in outside of meditation this morning, this idea came back to me. And I want to talk about it in today's episode, because it is such a powerful life lesson. It is so I cannot underscore that for most of us, what we're going to talk about in today's episode has been and continues to be and will continue to be a soul lesson that we will continue to need to learn and develop in. And especially in business, this topic is absolutely critical to get on the journey of mastering. Notice I didn't say you're going to master this, get on the journey of mastering because your ability to do what we're going to talk about in today's episode is everything. And to support you in that, I've created a new resource guide that I call the fear to fuel breakthrough. Let me say that again, the fear to fuel breakthrough, seven steps to go from self-doubt to certainty. So after you've listened to this episode, if you realize that self-doubt is your issue, that what's holding you back is this sense of not feeling good enough, wondering if you're good enough, 
the fear that comes with wanting to go after something, but being afraid that maybe you won't be able to achieve it, you're going to want to download this free resource guide. It's called the Fear to Fuel Breakthrough, Seven Steps to Go from Self-Doubt to Certainty. And you can download and get your free guide immediately at tinyurl.com forward slash fear to fuel one, the number one. So again, that's the fear to fuel breakthrough, seven steps to go from self-doubt to certainty. I really lay them out. Uh, tinyurl.com forward slash fear to fuel one, because at the end of the day, with what we're talking about today, what we're talking about is rejection. Okay. We've all had it. We've all experienced it. Uh, our last time of being rejected is not the last time, right? There will be more rejection to come. And one of the things that happens is when we get rejected, <clears throat> we start to feel fear about who we are, whether that's good enough, whether we can take another rejection. You know, rejections are different. They happen on different levels. And a lot of the, the extent to which rejection impacts us is based on who the rejection is coming from. If you get rejected by somebody you don't care about, if you get rejected by somebody who doesn't know you at all, it feels totally different and you take it totally different than if you get rejected by uh, your business partner, by your number one client, by your spouse or partner, by somebody that you work for. Rejection feels different based on who it's coming from, based on the space that you're in at this moment, and based on what your own level of self-belief about you is. And so in today's episode, we're talking about how do you use rejection to skyrocket your success? Now, I'm not mincing words here. I didn't want to do an episode where I talked about how to use rejection to reclaim your power. I didn't want to say, how do you use rejection to... um make your next move. Those are all great things. And we're going to touch upon those things in this episode. But I really want to get to the bottom of how powerfully, if you know what you're doing, rejection can be used by you to not simply go to the next level, but to skyrocket your success. That skyrocket piece is very critical. The problem is most people don't know how to take rejection and use it to skyrocket their success. So that is what we're talking about in today's episode. And again, if you've been rejected recently, if you're feeling rejection right now, um, if you're afraid to do something in your business or in your life, because you are afraid of the rejection that would come, that's where you need to deal with the fear. That's where something like the fear to feel breakthrough becomes really important because those seven steps that will take you from self-doubt to certainty, to absolute certainty, becomes part of the work that you need to do as you're working through either actual rejection or fear of future rejection, because rejection is going to come as long as you're alive and breathing. You're going to have rejection. It's going to come. So you can download the Fear to Fuel Breakthrough, tinyurl.com forward slash fear to fuel one, the number one. Okay. So let's talk about this. How do you use rejection to skyrocket your success? Number one, let's get super clear on some things about rejection, because I don't know if it's the way that we're raising children today, or if it's the way that we've been raised. I'm a generation Xer, so I don't know if maybe it's the way we've been raised. Um, but it's almost as if people can't, it's almost as if people expect not to be rejected today. I, it's hard for me to explain 
I get the sense from people because we live in such a world where everybody gets a trophy and everybody gets an A for effort and everybody gets an award that we, we have raised and are continuing to raise generations of people who, when they do get rejected in life or by life or in any particular arena, they are, they are literally, it is like it, they feel as if they've been thrown to the wolves because they never expected to be rejected. And here's the thing about rejection. It's a part of life. In fact, it's a more part of life than most people would like to admit, but it is, it is a, it's just like failure. Failure is a master teacher. I wouldn't say rejection is a master teacher, but rejected rejection certainly is a powerful mentor if you use it that way. And so the reality is, is if you're living your life and you're going, no, as long as I do my part, as long as I do good things, as long as I do great things, as long as I, I do what I'm told and I do what I'm supposed to do, as long as I follow A, B, C, D, and you know, I live the plan, as long as I do the right things, I should never be rejected. Boy, you're in for a world of hurt. You're in for a world of hurt because here's the thing about rejection. And, and this is why we're beginning at this place, because I want you to understand that on the one hand, rejection is rarely about you. When you get rejected from someone, something, someplace, some experience, it is rarely a hundred percent about what you did or didn't do about who you are or, or are not. Um, typically when you get rejected, especially from other people, it has a lot more to do about, it has a lot more to do with them than it has to do with you. However, a lot of people poo-poo when they get rejected away by saying that. A lot of people say, well, you know, they just didn't like me or, or they just didn't know me or they were just being, you know, biased against me or prejudiced against me. So I'm just going to totally dismiss their rejection. Here's the part of this that I don't want you to dismiss. Whenever you get rejected... Yes, it's rarely about you. And when I say you, I mean the real you. Yes, it's really about what you could or could have done differently. But when you get rejected, do not mistake that idea of it's really about you for not accepting the fact that it is personal. Rejection is personal. It is very personal. There is nothing that I despise more than when somebody gets rejected in a professional setting, whether it's a client who doesn't hire you or you work for a company and they fire you, there is nothing that burns my ass more than when someone in a professional arena rejects someone else and has the nerve to say to them, well, you know, it's not personal. It's just business. It's not personal. Can I clue you in on something? When it comes to rejection, it's always personal. It's always personal. So on the one hand, I'm saying rejection is rarely about you. Like when, when I reject someone, it's always about where I'm coming from. It's about what I'm perceiving about them. It's not about them. It's about where I'm coming from in my connection to them. When I reject someone, same works in the other way around. When somebody rejects you, it really is not about you. It's about them and where they are at that moment and how they feel about you. But again, it's still how they feel about you. It's still very personal. 
And it still is them telling you outright their perception of your worthiness. It is the truth of what the person is rejecting you or the situation that is rejecting you. It's the truth of what someone else has decided about you. So I don't want you to get this twisted in the sense of, on the one hand saying, well, well, if I get rejected, you know, um, it's, it's about the other person. So I'm not going to take it personally. No, whenever you get rejected, you ought to take it very personally. This is going to be, this is going to contradict what a lot of people have been taught about rejection. But let me break this down for you. When you get rejected, you ought to take it personally because the other person, the other situation is showing you how they feel about you. They are telling you in the form of their rejection, what they think about your worthiness, what they think about your talent, what they think about your gifts. Now, you don't make what they think about you, what you think about you. That's where we go. It, their rejection has nothing to do with me. It really is about them. But never forget that when Maya Angelou said, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. That also applies to rejection. When somebody rejects you, little things, big things, in relationships, out of relationships, whatever it is, when they reject you, they are sending you a very clear message. They are saying, this is how I actually see you. This is how I actually feel about you. This is what I think of how worthy or not worthy you are. Don't poo-poo that away. That's awareness right there. That's That's information that you need because I can only set healthy boundaries and set high standards for myself if I have keen awareness of what other people perceive of my value and worthiness. Because once I know what you think of me, once I know what you perceive of my worthiness, then I have some decisions that I have to make about how I deal with you. Then I need to make some key decisions. And the problem with rejection, this is where people get caught up. People get caught up because for a long time prior to a formal rejection, that other person, that other situation, your clients, uh, your marketplace for your business, you've been getting signs and signals about how people feel about you, whether it's your target market or your competitors, or if you work for somebody else, your employer, you've been getting these signals. You, you know, when somebody absolutely 100% does the rejection thing, you can't tell me there weren't signs. You can't, you can't tell me there weren't moments where they showed you how they perceived you. They showed you what they thought of your worthiness. But most of us, we don't pay attention to it. We just go, you know, I'm not going to worry about them. I'm just going to do what I do. I'm not going to worry about them. No, no, no. Pay attention. Here's what I'm saying. Pay attention. Pay attention to when people show you how much or how little they value you. Pay attention to it when it's small so you don't get the thunderclap when it's a big rejection. Pay attention to the little signs. I'm going to say that. But here's the thing. Rejection is always personal. So anybody who's going to come to you and, and is going to say to you, listen, um, it, it's business. It's not personal. Um, call bullshit on that. You don't have to say, you know, say it to their face and have a big confrontation about it because that's a waste of time. Because again, it is about them, not about you. But in your own mind, you need to say, anytime somebody tells me rejection is it's business, it's not personal. Bullshit. It's always personal. It's always because it's always perception. And it's always people's decisions 
about what they perceive to be your worthiness. And you do the same thing when you reject people. So I'm not saying it's one side. We all do this. It is whenever we reject somebody, it's always personal. Whenever we're rejected, it's always personal. So let's just be clear that while rejection is rarely about us when somebody else rejects us, it is always personal. And it's important to be real with that before we even go to understanding rejection on a deeper level and how to use it to skyrocket your success. Because until you get very clear on the fact that rejection is going to happen, it's a part of life. And yes, it is very personal. Until you get real with those facts, it's hard to understand rejection in a meaningful way because you're still in the place of feeling like rejection shouldn't be happening in the first place. But once you know it's a part of life, then you kind of go, okay, this it is what it is. This is this, this is what I signed up for. This is what I signed up for. So let's get to a deeper understanding of rejection and how to use rejection to skyrocket your success. Point number one, rejection is redirection. You've heard this. I see it on Pinterest a lot when I look up rejection quotes. Rejection is protection. It's true. When when you get rejected, either a client doesn't want to work with you. That's a beautiful thing because rejection means they're not your client, right? Uh, when you try to start a business and for whatever reason it doesn't work and the business just flounders and you have to close your doors. Well, that is, uh, you know, that is redirection because you were probably on the wrong course with that particular business. And in order for you to get to the right business, you've got to be redirected. So point number one, I think I said rejection is protection, but let me start with a different one. Rejection is redirection. We're going to get to the protection thing in a minute. If you're on the wrong course, if you're settling for less than you deserve, if you're living with things and situations that do not align with your values that are not true for you, Anything that you do in the direction of what is not meant for you will in the end be a waste of time, a total and complete waste of time. Here's the thing. Rejection pushes you into the direction you're meant to go, but have been fighting to travel down. Do you know what re- why rejection is redirection? It's because sometimes we're stubborn and sometimes we don't listen. Um, and sometimes we fight our own intuition and we fight what is true for us and we fight what is best for us. And so rejection comes into the picture because in, in certain circumstances, rejection is the knockout punch that we needed to be redirected to the right course. Cause we've been on the wrong course fighting it the whole way. You know what I'm talking about. If you're hearing this rejection, number one is redirection. Number two, rejection is protection as I started out with, um, far too often. Loyalty becomes slavery. Far too often we are loyal to things and people and situations that are so far below what we deserve and what we truly want if we were honest about it. And so when rejection steps in, it's kind of like that, that older sibling, um, that person who's going to protect you from the bully and rejection becomes protection because it literally is saving you from you settling for less than you deserve. You know, I love this quote that I found on Pinterest. It says, rejection is not someone wanting you out of their life. Rejection is someone that God wanted out of your future. 
I want you to hear that again. It's very powerful if you think about it. Rejection is not someone wanting you out of their life. Rejection is someone that God wanted out of your future. Think about the last time you were rejected. You probably felt really pissed off that you got rejected. You probably felt like, man, I... I worked so hard. I did so much. I was so involved. We go on and on with the story that we tell when we're pissed off about being rejected. But here's the thing. When you reframe rejection as protection, when you understand that oftentimes when our loyalty has become slavery, rejection is the thing that, that cuts the chains of the slavery of our loyalty off. So we can finally go in the direction that we truly deserve you start to also understand that rejection is not someone wanting you out of their life, even though it seems that way on the cover. It actually is God using someone to get them out of your future. Because you can't build the business you're meant to build if you're still working on the business that is below what you are worthy of. You can't accept the new client in your business right now, if the old client that is not for you is taking up all the space, you cannot pursue a different career, a different relationship, a different thing. If you've got all of the negatives of the current relationship, business, career, or thing soaking up all of the space in your life, rejection is protection. It literally is not someone wanting you out of their life so much as it's someone that God wanted out of your future. They don't belong with where you're going. That client doesn't belong with where you're taking your business. That business may not belong with where the future business needs to be in your life. And so rejection is protection. Here's point number three. And I love to talk about this one because, because yeah, we can sit here on this one. Rejection is deflection. Rejection is deflection. Remember how I said rejection is rarely about you? Here's the thing. You will, if you are a strong minded person, if you are a person who over delivers, if you are an overachiever, if you're somebody who goes above and beyond the call of duty, if you're somebody who is on your A game 99.9% of the time, and yet you are working, living, operating, coaching, in your business, surrounded by people who are at 80% or below, or people who are, uh, who feel, um, intimidated by what you bring to the table. This is where this point becomes very important. Rejection is deflection. People who feel less than you, people who are intimidated by you, people who, um, don't feel worthy of you and somehow feel they got you through um, unfair means, people will project their insecurities, weaknesses, and fears on you by attempting to sell you the idea that you're the one who's not good enough, when in fact, they're the ones who in your presence constantly feel not good enough. But instead of dealing with their own stuff, they decide that they're going to deflect their level of insecurity and their level and lack of self-worth onto you. They're going to, they're going to deflect. So oftentimes when you get rejected for something, you know, people spend months, years dealing with rejection in such a screwy way where they go, why was I not good enough? Why was I not enough? What did I do wrong? What could I have done? So you need to spend a little time in the reflection piece of what could I have done differently? Everybody does. Nobody's perfect. But I've seen people spend years 
I'm saying decades in the space of what is it about me that wasn't good enough for them? What is it about me that couldn't take myself to this level of business? What is it about me that isn't enough? When in fact, when in fact, the issue was never you. The issue was the other people you were surrounded by and their insecurities, their weaknesses and their fears. They just decided that they didn't want to deal with their own shit and decided to put it on you and sold you a bag of goods that you weren't good enough and you bought it. Hook, line and sinker. You, you know what? It just reminds me of a quote. I, I've got to go find it real quick because I want to give this to you. It is a, uh, uh, a Sigmund Freud quote that I absolutely adore. I don't know why I didn't even get this quote ready for this episode, but I have to pull it up because, uh, it is powerfully important to what we're talking about with rejection. Here it is. So this is by far my favorite, my favorite favorite Sigmund Freud quote, who was a psychiatrist back in the day. Uh, And Sigmund Freud said, before you diagnose yourself with low self-esteem, depression, uh, or mood disorders, make sure you're not just surrounded by assholes. I'll put it to you another way. Before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem, first make sure that you are not in fact just surrounded by assholes. Let me get very clear on this. There is always a moment when you get rejected where you should evaluate you. You should say, what, what could I have done differently? Um, how was I showing up? Was I, was I being a hundred percent of who I am? Was I giving all of me to the situation? Yes, you should always, when you get rejected, reflect on that. But once you've done the reflection, you've said, yeah, I, I showed up for this. I, I gave all of myself to that. Then you need to kind of flip that script and assess whether the rejection really in fact was deflection, whether your sense of I'm not good enough is really just the mere fact that in that situation, you were surrounded by assholes because rejection in many cases is deflection where people project, they deflect the stuff they don't want to face in themselves. They put it on you by trying to sell to you that you aren't good enough. And they're deflecting in that scenario, how they feel about themselves in the hopes which most people do, that you're going to carry their emotional baggage. They've just made you with their deflection and emotional garbage can. And you just said, fill me up. And here's the thing I want you to know whenever you realize that rejection is deflection in a circumstance that you're dealing with. This is a quote that I love. Some people are going to reject you simply because you shine too bright for them. And that's okay. Keep shining. The problem for most people is when they take other people's stuff as their own and they become an emotional garbage can, whether they know it or not, they dull their shine. They go smaller. They go quieter. They think it's about them. So they try to change who they are, which means going smaller. No, no, no. We're not going to do that anymore. Some people are going to reject you simply because you shine too bright for them. And you know what? That's okay keep shining. Here's the fourth point. And then I want to talk about how do you turn rejection into skyrocketed success? Point number four, rejection shows you where you're living. Always. Rejection is a powerful lesson for us when we're rejected because it shows us where we're living. It shows us, am I living within based on my approval of me? Or am I living without based on their approval of me. Whenever you get rejected, 
you get a super clear indication of where your self-worth is living. Is it living within, meaning my approval of me is more important than anybody else's approval of me? Or is it living without? Their approval of me is more important than my approval of me. You'll, you will always know that in a moment of rejection. You will all, it, it will, your, your soul will just ring out and show you when you are being rejected. If your opinion of you is more important than their opinion of you, or if their opinion of you is more important than your opinion of you. And here's the thing that we're going to work on for a lifetime. This is not a one and done sort of lesson. Your opinion has to be the most important opinion, period, the end. And it's a work in progress. It's an ever evolving life lesson. Don't expect to have it one and done, but notice every time you go through a rejection period, Whose approval am I needing more in this moment? Theirs or mine? Theirs or mine? And here's a quote that I love from LaCroix. I've said it on She Runs the Show episodes before. If you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. It is that serious. I want you to hear this. If you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. I know you get what that means. I know you understand that if, if their approval of you is more important than your approval of you, you literally die when you get rejected. I mean, it hurts that bad. But if you can get to a space where you go, listen, what you think of me is none of my business and really mean it. And, and really, what you think of me is none of my business. If you can get to a place where you can get closer to that feeling, that sense of yourself where, listen, I got to love me. And if you don't love me, like I'm going to be hurt for a minute, but I'm not going to die because my life is based on me loving me. If you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. So understand that every time you get rejected, this is a moment for you to say, hold on, where am I living? Where am I living? Am am I living based on what they think of me or am I living based on what I think of me? Because one works better. One works better. All right, let's talk about how do you turn rejection into skyrocketed success? Not transformation, not change, not, you know, being okay with yourself, not even self-love. How do you turn rejection into skyrocketed success? Let me give you seven things. Number one, and we just got through talking about this, accept the rejection for what it is. A lot of people want to poo-poo rejection as something that it's not. Listen, rejection is redirection. It's protection, it's deflection, and rejection is an awareness call to show you where you're living. Accept it for what it is. And here's the thing. It is absolutely personal. Do not dismiss how personal rejection is. It is absolutely personal. So I don't want to hear this like, oh, well, you know, um, it's not. Per- yes, it is. It's always personal. It's always personal. Accept the rejection for what it is. That's the first thing you got to do if you're going to turn rejection into skyrocketed success. Second thing you have to do, focus on building yourself. The worst thing you could ever do when you get rejected is sit for days, weeks, months, and years in the past of why did they reject me? Why was I not enough? And listen, I've been through two divorces. So I'm going to say to you, I get how hard it is to not live there. I get how hard it is to not rack your brain over why did I spend so much time doing that? Been there, done it. Here's what I'm going to say. Doesn't change the fact that the longer you spend living in the past, the the greater the likelihood you're just going to create it in the future. 
And if you don't want to create a future that is just like your past, there comes a moment where you say to yourself, I got to get, I, I got to give myself 24 hours to cry and then I need to get my butt up. 24 hours to cry. I will, for 24 hours, I will throw the biggest, baddest pity party you have ever seen. And then I need to get my ass up because this feeling of grief and sadness and loss and what did I do wrong and why was I not enough is not going to create a future that I actually want. It's going to create a future just like my past. So after you accept the rejection for what it is, and yes, the rejection is personal. Then two, you need to focus on building you. That's it. it. It needs to be you and you. And who do I need to be for myself? Who do I want to be for myself? Who, who do I see myself being in five years? And if I were speaking to that five years from now, me, what would that five years from now me tell me I need to be doing right now? This moment, focus on building yourself. Number three, to turn rejection into skyrocketed success, you need to grow your tribe intentionally and purposefully. I'm one of those people that I consider kind of a lone wolf. I, I very much, I, I can be alone. I enjoy my own company. Uh, you know, I go out running, walking every morning and I sing to myself. You know, I talk to myself. I mean, listen, I, I can enjoy my own company, but when you're experiencing rejection, one of the worst things you can do is go into lone wolf, uh, syndrome. When you are rejected, this is the moment that you need your tribe the most. You need your inner circle. You need the people who love you, adore you, can see you, can tell you this is who you are. Forget all this nonsense. This is who you are. Which is why if you're going to turn rejection into skyrocketed success and you like me have lone wolf syndrome a lot, if you don't already have an inner circle, if you don't already have a great tribe, when you are being rejected, you need to grow your tribe intentionally and purposefully. And here's what I'm going to say about growing your tribe. If you tend to be a loner, you're going to fight growing your tribe intentionally and purposefully force yourself to do it. Get out into your community, volunteer, go to meetups, go to events, get to know people, send messages to people on Facebook and say, let's, let's meet up on Skype. Let's talk. Let's connect. You're not going to want to do it. I'm just going to tell you, you're not going to, but you, you need to make yourself do it. You need to grow your tribe intentionally and purposefully. Now, here's another way that you can turn rejection into skyrocketed success. Give more. I know it sounds counterintuitive. You know, like you gave a lot and you were rejected. You're like, I'm not giving anything. If somebody doesn't like who I am, screw that. I'm not giving anybody too much anymore, whatever. I know it sounds counterintuitive. Give more from a place of wholeness than a place of deficiency. So often when we're rejected, if we really got real with our part in the rejection, oftentimes when we over deliver and we overgive and we overachieve, we're actually not doing those things from a place of wholeness. We're doing them from a place of deficiency. We're, we're overachieving because we feel like we need to compensate for not being enough, or we feel like we need to cover and pretend by doing way more than is necessary. So nobody ever figures out that deep inside, we feel like we're not enough. Uh-uh. If you want to turn rejection into skyrocketed success, you need to give more from a place of wholeness, from a place of I'm already enough. 
I'm just giving because it feels good to give, but I'm not giving out of a sense of deficiency or lack, or I, I have to do twice as much as everybody else just to be good enough. That limiting belief needs to die a quick and fast death. Give more from a place of wholeness than from a place of deficiency. And you will always know the difference. When you're giving from a place of wholeness, you don't feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill or you're fighting to be good enough or you're when you're giving from a place of wholeness, you're also not compromising your values and you're not compromising your standards to meet other people's standards and values. So give from wholeness, not from deficiency. That's how you turn rejection into skyrocketed success. Here's the fifth thing you can do to turn rejection into skyrocketed success. Serve on a higher, bigger level. Um, a higher, bigger level means if I got rejected because I gave 80% of myself. Now I need to go out and give 200% of myself. 200%. Because if you're going to reject me when I'm playing small just to try to meet you where you're at, then I need to just act a fool and be all of myself all the time. And then that way, when I'm serving on a higher, bigger level, your rejection of me, at least when you reject me then... I can't say that I changed myself for you. When you serve on a higher, bigger level, you don't give a crap about what other people think. Honestly, you just go, listen, how you feel about me is how you feel about me. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make me feel good about me. And that means serving on a higher, bigger level. How can I challenge myself to be more, to do more, to show out? And if you don't like what I have to say, then guess what? You can go somewhere else, but I'm not changing me to accommodate you. That's what it means to serve on a higher, bigger level. So turning rejection to skyrocket successes, you stop doing the walking on eggshells, the trying to be somebody that you're not over over finished you just go all out because a life is short because b people are not going to like you anyway because it's about them it's not about you and it's totally personal because it's how they feel about you and c this is your life you're meant to enjoy it and you cannot fully enjoy your life if you're not constantly serving on a higher bigger level this is how you turn rejection into skyrocketed success number six one of my favorites if you're going to turn rejection into a skyrocketed success, you need to reconnect with the three F's because I guarantee you, if you're in a rejection moment, those three F's are disconnected. What are the three F's? Reconnect with your faith, your fun, and your fire. So often, fun is the first thing to go out the window when we start to get rejected. Fun just leaves the building. Get it back. Then our fire, after fun goes, our fire leaves the building. You know, your passion, your purpose, your sense of just, mm, this is what I'm about. That leaves after fun goes. And then your faith, psh, after you lose fun and fire, the faith just leaves you too. Because you're like, I'm not even myself anymore. How can I believe in me when I'm not even me? So if you want to return rejection into skyrocketed success, reconnect with the three Fs, faith, fun, fire, get them back by whatever means necessary. They're pretty easy to get back because they're natural to you. So it's not going to be hard. Go do something fun for yourself today. Go remind yourself of how fiery you actually are and, and feel it till it comes back to you. And then trust and know that you are the one. 
you will figure it out. You will find a way. You will make a way. And then number seven thing you can do to turn rejection into skyrocketed success. Marianne Williamson said this in a book. I'm just going to drop the mic on this one. Go where you belong. Go where you belong. If I told you the number of years that I spent in situations and dynamics that I did not belong. When I could have cut that puppy short by five, six, seven, eight, nine years, by just accepting that I didn't belong in the place that I was at and just going somewhere else, not running away, not saying, well, why don't I belong here? And I want to make myself belong. You know, can I tell you the number of three-year-old temper tantrums that we throw in our lives because we're trying to stay in a place that we don't belong? That's a whole other episode. That is a whole other episode. And I need to remember to do that. At the end of the day, here's what's true. If you want to turn rejection into skyrocketed success, number one, you need to accept the rejection for what it is. And yes, it is personal. Number two, you need to focus on building you. This number two thing, focus on, it's everything. It, all the other stuff will come as a natural byproduct of you focus focusing on building yourself. So accept the rejection for what it is. Yes, it's personal. Focus on building yourself, period, everything, whole mind, present action. How am I building me? Grow your tribe intentionally and purposefully. Boom. Give more from a place of wholeness than from a place of deficiency. You're good enough exactly as you are. You don't have to do too much just so that people can feel you're worthy. Do what you consider to be enough. It is enough the moment you decide it's enough. Serve on a higher, bigger level. Listen, if people are not going to like you, give them a reason to not like you. Go all out. Show out. There is no reason for you to play even a tiny bit small when there are folks who are not going to like you simply because you're wearing blue socks today. Serve on a higher, bigger level. Six, reconnect with the three Fs. Faith, fun, fire. Fun comes first. Fire comes second. Faith comes third. Do something fun for yourself today. Reconnect to your fire and then rebuild your faith. And seven, drop the mic. When you discover that you are in a place you do not belong, do not overstay your welcome in a space that is too small for you. Go the hell where you belong. Don't wait to get kicked out of it. Don't wait to get evicted from it. Don't wait for somebody to show you the door. You already knew you didn't belong there in the first place. Don't give people that kind of power. Go where you belong. That's all I'm going to say. I have to go into my private Facebook community, fire your inner critic, find your inner badass, and finally build your business and do an FB Live. And I'm already about 15 minutes late, but I had to get this message out there because rejection is a part of life. We are all going to feel it. And it's not just going to be, we felt it for the first 40 years of our lives. As long as you're breathing, you're going to experience rejection. You better get comfortable with where you live on that spectrum when it shows up for you. Because at the end of the day, if you don't know how to deal with your own rejection, somebody else is going to teach you the wrong way to deal with it. Somebody else is going to teach you that it's about you and it's not about them. Somebody else is going to have you believing the lie that you aren't worthy. And then that's going to spiral you into a life that you were never meant to live in the first place. And we've done it. So we know that's true. We've all done it. So at the end of the day, what am I saying? 
Rejection is always personal. Don't, don't even try to tell yourself that it's not. Focus on building you. That is the number one thing you can do. Build you physically, mentally, spiritually, self-love, self-care. Get out into your community. Build your tribe. And, you know, damn it, just go where you belong. Just, you know where you belong. Stop playing like you don't know and go there. Don't let somebody show you the door. You build a house for yourself and you go where you belong. That's all I'm going to say. Drop the mic. Enough said. I don't even have anything else to say. Except your soul knows what you need and your soul knows how to deal with rejection beautifully. And your soul knows how to rock rejection in such a way that it skyrockets your success. Do not feel sorry for yourself in the middle of rejection. You know better. You know better. You're far too powerful to not understand that you are both creator and destroyer and rejection. When rejection shows up, you just, you just take both those roles on. You go, I'm going to destroy this and I'm going to create this and boom, here we go. But listen, you got to go where you belong. You got to go where you belong. And the problem is the reason why some people just keep getting rejection after rejection is you are living where you don't belong. You keep getting signs and messages that it's time to go somewhere else and you just keep staying where you are and you, you just keep getting beat up where you are because where you are is not where you belong. I'm going to say it one more time. I want you to hear me very clearly. In fact, I'm going to go to Sigmund Freud's quote because he said, before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self-esteem, first make sure that you are not in fact just surrounded by assholes. Go where you belong. That's it. All right. If you're looking to start a business, build a business and your fear is getting in the way and your uh, inner critic is chirping in your ear, which your inner critic can be an asshole too. I'm just going to tell you, join my community, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. I will see you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>